Yes, that's right. How are you today? It is the life and times of Big Jim, and we are on. We're, we're talking today about a mystery. A mystery. Actually, we're talking about a secret. A secret is carried by this lady named Victoria. It is Victoria's secret. But before we get into that, let me thank you for being here on the Life and Times of Big Jim. We are getting back into the podcasting and enjoying and telling stories to you. So we are here. If you have any kind of, um, well, what do you say, um, comments, questions, topics you'd like me to cover, anything like that, just go ahead and give me a shout out on email, the Life and Times of Big Jim pod at gmail.com that's the life and times of big jim pod at gmail.com and if you're listening to this show boy like and subscribe we're going to be having a show come out every week on monday morning i'm switching that from friday it used to come out on friday morning but i think i'm going to do it where we can do this on monday mornings so monday mornings the new episodes will come out every Monday morning. That is a guarantee from me to you. So that's a, and if you, if Big Jim says it, well, sometimes you can count on it and sometimes you can't. So I wouldn't worry too much about it, but Hey, we're going to be here. Everybody, whether or not I come on here and say, howdy y'all and, and go right on my way. And that'll be one short podcast for you to listen to. But Hey, you know, sometimes you need those short ones when you're driving 32 seconds to go to the speedway to get gas or something just right up the road. So, so we'll, we'll, uh, we'll try to, we're going to get one on here every week. And so today we're going to jump into a, to a little thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if y'all have, have ever had, um, you know, the opportunity to, now if you're a woman and you want to go to Victoria's secret, well, no, that's okay. You know, you can go there. Uh, let me let me take you back to oh, 1980, something like that, around 1980. You know, one Christmas time, I believe it was 1980. I'm almost sure it was. I think I was 18 years old, and it was Christmas time. And the Victoria's Secret, there in the North Park Mall, in Joplin, Missouri, decided they were going to have a live fashion show for us guys that were out hunting around to find that perfect gift for our lady, whether that be your wife, your girlfriend, or somebody else's wife. Oh, no, I, I'm not. I'm just, anyway, to each their own, go, go. But anyway, they were going to have this live fashion show where they would find some live local models who was going to prance around on a little stage in the back of Victoria's Secret in these little skimpy outfits that you can buy at Victoria's Secret. Well, this sounded like a pretty good idea, I guess, to the folks of Victoria's Secret. However, when about 12 billion horny men showed up to go in and check out 
the local models in their skimpy outfits, it turned into a zoo-ish type nightmare. There were more people gathered in the hall of Victoria's Secret. There were men cramming in there like they were trying to get in to see a Joan Jett concert or possibly somebody that was, you know, maybe a, a I don't know, Ozzy Osbourne, um, you know, Boston, Sticks, somebody like that. They were crammed in there. The mall was packed with a slobbering horde of males wanting to look at scantily clad women prancing across the stage in the back of Victoria's Secret. Those disgusting, disgusting perverts that were round up and got there before I did. Boy, that sucked. I couldn't get in the store. I was I was way back in the back. But, you know, because this happened, the North Park Mall was like, oh, holy cow, this is a disaster. So, if I recall right, they ended up canceling the little prancing girls. And nobody got to see any girls scantily clad in Victoria's Secret lingerie. But that, folks probably was the first and last time in many, many years that I set foot in a Victoria's Secret. Now, we'll spring forward. Spring forward many, many years. And I had this, uh, well, I had a, a, a female has to be a female because that's the only person that could talk me into doing this. Decided to talk me in to whipping out to the Victoria's Secret with them while they searched out the perfect brassiere or brassiere and panty combo or brassiere and no panty combo or a brassiere with a string up their butt pair of panties or whatever it was that they were going to get I ended up at a Victoria's Secret now I'm not 18 years old anymore I'm not a slobbering disgusting perverted hoardy man that wanted to see young girls prance across the stage in their lingerie I'm a little bit older now well I've been married a couple of times well, we, we won't go there a couple of times. I've been married already. and So I stroll into this Victoria's Secret store. Now, immediately, I find myself extremely uncomfortable. Ex immediately, here comes this little skinny, pencil thin, with, you know, well-placed fake, boobage, whatever you want to call it, on them, you know, prancing over with their little pink tape measure around their neck and willing to, and waiting to measure, measure the, the female that I happen to be with. So they slap this tape measure right around their back, around their chest, and right up into the front of those, well, their boobs is what I'm going to say. Boobs. 
and they measure. And they say, well, by golly, you need this size. Come along with me. I help you. I, they didn't say hip because a hip has an L in it. And it's actually help, but I like hip because it's kind of fun to say. So they're going to help them. They're going to help her. And they're going to take her back. And they're going to find the perfect brassiere to fit such a size of boobs that she has on the front of her chest. Well, now, folks, that leaves me standing in the midst of Victoria's Secret all by my lonesome. Now, I did consider just for a moment, just for a passing second, applying for the job that that little skinny tart with the fake boobage. Uh, I did I did consider for a second maybe applying for that job, you know, to help or help. Hip, hip, hip all those ladies that happen to come in because I, I really like hipping people. But then I decided that would be an inappropriate job for me to have. So now I'm standing in the Victoria's Secret and I am, shall we say, a little uncomfortable. Because you find yourself standing here. You're probably, you know, a 50-year-old guy. You're standing in a Victoria's Secret. You're surrounded by nothing but bras and panties and lingerie and silky, satiny, lacy stuff lying all around you. Now, here's the problem. You know, you can't, you can't pick that stuff up. You know, you can't stand there and scoop up this brassiere and hold it up in front of you by the strap and go, mm-hmm, oh, yeah, that is nice, oh, yes. Or shortly somebody comes up and says, hey, you disgusting, disgusting slovering pervert, put that down and get on out the store. You can't do that. Same token, you pe- can't pick up one of them little pairs of panties that's got less less fabric on it than a dish rag and look at it and go excuse me ma'am I bet you'd look good in this <laughs> no you can't do that that causes all sorts of problems in the store as well so you're kind of kind of hand tied there you know you, you there's nothing for you to so then you 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 look for the TV room where there might be a football game on or something, and you wander around looking for, you know, something that says for the guys on it so you can go back in there, you know. And But there's not one of those. So, But as you're looking around, you find yourself, there's large posters all over the wall. Posters. And guess what those posters got on them? No, they don't have... Peyton Manning in his Indianapolis Colts jersey. They don't have Roger Stallback in his number 12 Dallas Cowboys jersey. A vintage photo indeed. They don't have that. No. No, what they got is pictures. High quality pictures. Strung all over these walls. Big, big high quality pictures. Big ones talking life-size big of, guess what? Yeah, you guessed it. 
scantily clad women, and some of them their braziers and and panties and negligees all up around the wall. So, you know, as a feller who has, you know, well, you know, as a feller, you're like, hmm, well, and you can't look at one of those pictures and go, oh, yeah, baby. Man, I'm telling you what, I wish I, uh, I'd take that home to daddy. <laughs> you can't do that because then somebody comes up and goes, what is wrong with you? That girl on that poster is young enough to be your daughter. Oh, God, what are you alive? And then you're like humiliated by the fact that you've been staring at somebody that's probably 19 years old in a scantily clad outfit with one of them little brassiers and bikinis that they have all over this place that are laying in the little troughs in front of you that you can't even pick up because if you do, you're a disgusting pervert. If you look at the pictures, you're a disgusting pervert. So now what are you supposed to do? So you stand there. And I'm standing here in this Victoria's Secret. Now I find myself looking at the ground. I want to look at the ground. I want to look at the bras and panties. I want to look at the scantily clad girls up on the wall. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have anything to look at. I don't have anything to touch. So I'll just. I'll just keep to myself and I'll wander back here to the back, and and kind of see if I can find a chair to sit in or something. But there isn't any chairs. And then, so now what I've done, since I wandered back toward the back, to hide myself in the back of the store, I have inadvertently, inadvertently, very inadvertently, placed myself right near the dressing rooms where said females who are wandering around inside the Victoria's Secret that are just fine to pick up the little brassiers and the little panties and hold them up and look at them and go, oh, yes, 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 I think I would look great in this. And then you find yourself back. Now I'm back by the dressing rooms. I don't want to be there. And then the next embarrassing moment decides to pop up. And I'm not talking about that, people. Come on, this is a G-rated, G-rated, PG-rated podcast. But, you know, I'm standing back here. I'm looking. Can't touch the stuff in the trough. Can't touch the stuff on the shelf. Can't look up because there's half-naked women hanging all over the walls. So I'm just standing there. And here's what you have now. You have little 16- and 18-year-old girls tots, little tots. Remember, I'm about 50 years old. These are little tots. These are my children. These could be my daughter. They're not, but they could be. And there they are walking by. And they're holding in their hand the little pink lace panties and the little matching brassiere in their hands. And they're walking back toward the dressing room. And they might be walking with their friend or their mama or whoever they happen to be inside of the Victoria's Secret with. Maybe one of them pencil-thin girls with the big fake boobage that is trying to help her find the exact perfect 
brassiere for her to wear and matching panties that go with it. So now here goes this little girl walking by, holding the little brassiere up and the little panties up. Like, I don't know, I could probably handle it. And you're going, oh, oh no, no, I can't do this. And then she says, I hope I look good in this. I hope I look good in this. I, I think I'm going to look really good in this. Don't you think, Bertha or Mama or whatever, whoever's with them, don't you think I'm going to look really good in this? Oh, good heavens to Murgatroyd. So, and you, you know, being the old perverted guy standing in a Victoria's Secret, unable to touch any of the product, can't look at the walls, can't talk to anybody, have to stand there and go, oh, yeah, I think you would. No, I can't. I can't. No, I Oh, my goodness, I can't say a word. I can't look. I can't listen. I can't touch. I can't touch. A, I can't, oh, no, I'm not going to touch no girl in there. I'm talking about touching the panties and the bras. But I can't touch nothing. I can't look at nothing. I can't listen to nothing. So I am in a world of hurt. I'm thinking to myself, self, you have got yourself into a predicament here that some men would find very enjoyable. But now I was raised different than that. My daddy raised me a little bit different than that, you know. So I was a very uncomfortable human being standing there. So now I'm standing there. I'm looking at the floor. The tile's nice in there. It's very nice tile. Probably been waxed just recently. Can't look at the stuff in the in the bins, in the troughs, in the drawers, hanging up on the hangers. Can't look at the pictures on the wall because, you know, then you're then you're a, a prevert. So I'm just standing there, staring at the ground like a poor lost dog. Can't find his owner. Lost in a huge dog park. And the owner's over there reading the paper, checking their phone out, you know, or checking out some little girl that might be wearing some them Victoria's Secrets, brassiers and panties that happens to be walking by. The dog can't find them. That's what I am. I'm a whip dog. Stand in the middle of the Victoria's Secret, head down, mind thinking about anything I could think about except brassiers and panties and scantily clad women. Oh, and I'm there. And I'm thinking, what's taking her so long? Try on a damn brassiere, buy it, let's get the hell out of here. I can't handle this anymore. I'm going crazy. I need relief. And you know, then it came. The relief I needed. Out of the blue, almost scared me a little bit. Shook me just a tad. Because from behind me, I heard a male voice. First, I thought it might be the guy that took my job, you know, with the pink tape measure. But this gentleman says, Finding everything you need, sir? Well, that kind of shocked me. So I turned around, but there wasn't nobody there. 
there wasn't a fellow there. Well, he was, but I didn't see him at first because he's a doubled over laughing his ass off. And I looked down at him and he popped up and said, dude, are you as uncomfortable as I am having to stand around in this horrid place? <laughs> and I said, dude, where's the football room? Where's a place to watch TV at? Where's something? Where's, where's Peyton Manning, Roger Staubach? Where is that on the wall? And he, he could not answer me. He's laughing too hard. He popped up and he said, that was funny as hell. He said, I can't believe I got you, dude. I got you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you got me, man. We had a good belly laugh about this fella coming up to me in the secret of Victoria's place and asking if I was finding everything I need. Well, I went ahead and told him I wasn't finding nothing I needed in there. I didn't have no desire to, you know, so, so we, so we, we considered, you know, walking around in the Victoria's Secret and, you know, like scooping up a few things and standing and staring at it and, you know, putting it up, you know, in front of one of them little pencil thin girls with the big fake boobage and to see if it would fit, you know, and, and, you know, well, basically try to get kicked out of the place, but we decided that would probably indeed get us kicked out and then then our our uh, you know female counterparts that were back there trying on uh brassiers and and whatever else they were trying on would probably get slightly angry at our antics that we had possibly i don't know took part in kind of make a we kind of would, we would have made fools of ourselves basically and got kicked out of Victoria's Secret probably for life. And, you know, I, I couldn't necessarily get kind of get kicked out of Victoria's Secret for life because what, what happens if they decide again sometime to have one of them fashion shows right before Christmas and, you know, put a stage up, have, have a bunch of guys come out and, and look at scantily clad local models in, in lingerie brassiers and panties with less cloth than a dish rag so we could uh, you know maybe we'd want to go back to that no no I probably wouldn't you know I, I don't I don't like going anywhere where there's crowds I, I can't can't stand crowds of people you know I mean people uh, you know somebody says well, we're going to Disney I said you're going to hell because that's a horrible place to go to can't stand the crowds the asphalt's 550,000 degrees, and there's 10, 10 billion people down there. And uh, Okay, enough about Disney. Back to Victoria's Secret. Now, I think they're a fine establishment that sells fine clothing to fine young ladies and probably has a real niche in what's going on. However, I don't care to be in there. I don't care to be looking at that stuff. I don't care to be, you know, now my my. Leanne, my current, current, uh, my, 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 the love of my life is what she is, Leanne. Now she, she, you know, she, um, she wears some of them Victoria's Secret things, but she don't go to the store to shop for them. No, we don't, we don't go to Victoria's Secret. We just order that stuff online and it pops up and she opens a package and goes, 
what do you think of this? And I go, <laughs> and I'm like an 18-year-old kid going to watch a bunch of sketchily clad local models prance around the stage right before Christmas in in lingerie brassieres and panties that don't have enough cloth to be called a dish rag. So anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I'm not planning on going back to a Victoria's Secret. I'm not planning on going back in there again. I don't even plan on looking them up on the internet because I don't, I don't, you know, I, I'm going to let Leanne pick out what she wants and then she can surprise me with it. I think that's a good idea. So as we sit here and we think about where we're going to go, where we're going to shop for Christmas, if you got a lady friend at home or you got a girlfriend or a wife or something, I'm going to suggest that you stay out of the um, Victoria's Secret and, you know, look toward a toaster. You know, we're getting a lot of good use out of an electric skillet here recently, and they've kind of gone, you know, back to back to where people don't use them. But they're, they're really a handy piece of uh, kitchen utensil to have in your kitchen. So, you know, you might think about getting a nice electric skillet. Or, you know, I understand they got some really new six-quart crock pots in there. And, you know, as James Gregory says, you know what you can do with a pot co- crock pot? That's right. You can, put, uh, you can put a dead chicken in there in the morning, turn it on low. By the time you get home, that chicken's ready to eat. So you might look at a crock pot, too. And if you're in need of a new firearm, pistol you know you might convince her that the one you got is for you oh by the way leanne i love you and i would never do that to you and gentlemen you should never do that to your significant other either well my friends that's going to do it for this episode of victoria's secret on the life and times of big jim i want you to come back next week subscribe like this podcast send me a message if you If you like it, if you don't, go ahead and send me one as well. And we are going to get ourselves on out of here with a little more of that mystery music that we had on just before we started. So God bless you all. Have a great time, and I'll see you next week.